Welcome to Shekinah International Podcast. Our ministry reflects the five-fold ministry model Apostle Paul mentions in Ephesians 4, 11, and 12. Our podcast features leaders from multiple churches who are passionate about equipping Christians just like you to walk in purity and power, fulfilling your God-given purpose. God wants to do great exploits through you, so enjoy today's podcast. Good afternoon. I greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I thank the Lord for uh, allowing us to come. Uh, I always counted the honor and privilege to speak on behalf of the Lord, hallelujah, because he's done so much for me, hallelujah, and so I thank the Lord for that today. And um, as I was preparing um, to speak here, and... I told the Lord because we, I grew up here as a child and um, like grade school age maybe, and I was born here. So I said, Lord, I love that city as a child. <laughs> can you give me, <laughs> can you give me something that I can bring to this place? And even prior to that, when I thought of when the the, it was getting a little bit closer to this time as fall was coming coming in and I was thinking about coming here. All I could see across the front, it said government. And I thought, hmm. So, I mean, we know in the natural that um, this is the capital city of Michigan. And there's a lot of things that have been established here. So we think, um, when we think of, um, from a Native perspective, we think generationally. So we're talking, we don't just live here, but we look at other generations, other times that have brought us to this place. And so, as the Lord was um, um, speaking to me about the city. He gave me a word for this place, and I know um, Grand River, or this was a, the old, they had moved the capital. History tells us they moved the capital from Detroit to here, and it was in this northern part of the city. And so the, the Lord, um, I just want to read from Isaiah. I'm just going to establish maybe some things here first. So in Isaiah 9, verse 6 and 7. Now this scripture isn't just at Christmas time, we think, <laughs> in these terms. <laughs> but man, there's a lot more in that than, than um, what we think. So it says, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice. From that time forward, even forevermore. 
The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Hallelujah. When someone was talking about the angels of God coming in, hallelujah, they come at the, the Lord of hosts, hallelujah. That's the God of armies, hallelujah. So that's part of this, the zeal of the Lord. So there was an excitement for the usher that our king into this place, hallelujah. But the portion where it says the government will be upon his shoulder, hallelujah. When we think of the body of Christ, hallelujah, we're the body, he's the head. The government rested upon his shoulder, be this side, the right side. And it was needed for us as the body to operate. And I've known I said this before, but it, sometimes it has to be said again. But you, God's church, the ecclesia, is the highest governing authority in the earth. Hallelujah. So when we think of governmental aspect here, and I just want to say that um, um, when, we, when we're speaking, we know that we don't just speak here, but it goes into the realms of the spirit. And it's, so it is with this place, as I set my foot here on this place. Hallelujah. Amen. So that government of God, hallelujah, rests on the body of Christ. It's rest there that we could execute and do the things ordained by heaven in the earth. You know, that's where we get part of that Lord's Prayer, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So there's a mandate of heaven to be um, executed here in the earth. Hallelujah. And so <clears throat> part of those things that were um, the Lord was speaking um, was also is um, found in Esther. Esther 5.1. The Old Testament speaks of things to come, and they're directing us, hallelujah, of what um, its types and shadows of what was to come, and it always points to Jesus. So in Esther 5.1, it says, Now it happened on the third day, the third day that Esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the king's palace across from the king's house while the king sat on his royal throne in the royal house facing the entrance of the house. So this is what we were to look like when we sat in those heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We were able to be in that inner court. We're able to be where the king is, that he designed a place for us. Um, because we know that John 14 said, I go to prepare a place for you. Hallelujah. And also in Ephesians, he says that he's um, seated us in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. So we sit in that arena, hallelujah, um, of the kingdom of God. But it goes on to say, so it was when the king saw Queen Esther standing in the court that she found favor in his sight. And the king held out to Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand. Then Esther went near and touched the top 
of the scepter. Hallelujah. That scepter gave her a right and authority to speak. Hallelujah. In the presence of the king. And so today, as God made provision through his resurrection and taking his place at the right hand of the Father, we're able to sit in those places that God has ordained for us to live and walk in here in the earth. And this is not a place, hallelujah, that is in the sweet by and by after we die of a natural death, but when we became a born again as a new creation in Christ Jesus, we brought upon, we took on that mandate of our heavenly nature, of our kingship in that, as a citizen in that place of heaven, in that domain. Hallelujah. Recently, the Lord's been having me pray to bring those things under the jurisdiction of heaven, to bring those things of the timing of the Lord. Hallelujah. Because they've been out of sync for a time. He's even bringing, calling his church to that jurisdiction, to the timing of heaven. That's what he said to me. And I thought, well, that would mean that they were out of sync or out of alignment with the times. Because we're coming to times and season that's were ordained, ordained by the word of God. And we have to be in that right place. We have to be in that right standing in that place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I just want to um, read here, too, in Luke 12, 31 and 32. It says, but seek the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added to you. It says, do not fear, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Hallelujah. So if there's a time that you wondered or maybe sat in doubt or that and wondered, um, should I be there? Am I worthy to execute those things? God said it's his good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because he made it, he set it up so you would not fail. How many know that? <laughs> he's, he called you to a place that he's not going to allow you to fail. You're successful in everywhere you step, what you set your hand to do, your feet to go. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. In Philippians 3.20, it says, For our citizenship is in heaven, from which he also eagerly waits, we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. When we're part of that kingdom, hallelujah, and our citizenship is there, hallelujah, there's, um, it means that you belong there. You have a right. It, when, when we're seated, it's a, it's a seat of not only of authority, but it's a seat of, um, um, let me see here. I made me some notes on a separate thing here. Hallelujah. 
It's not only a legal position, but it was royal power, a kingship domain and rule. It's a throne you're seated, hallelujah, to judge like a tribunal, hallelujah. So he's given you that ability. He's given that ability. But the Lord spoke to me about this place. And I'm going to read a scripture in Isaiah. And it's in 31 verses 1 through 3. And it says, woe to those who go down to Egypt for help and rely on horses who trust in chariots because they are many and in horsemen because they are very strong. But who do not look at the Holy One of Israel nor seek the Lord. Yet he also is wise and will bring disaster and he will not call back his words but will arise against the house of evildoers and against the help of those who work iniquity. Now the Egyptians are men and not God, and the horses are flesh and not spirit. When the Lord stretches out his hand, both he who helps will fall, and he who is helped will fall down. They all will perish together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The other one was in Isaiah 30. And it says, Woe to the rebellious children, says the Lord, who take counsel but not of me, and who devise plans but not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin who walk to go down to Egypt and have not asked my advice to strengthen themselves in the strength of Pharaoh and to trust in the shadow of Egypt. The Lord was showing me a tearing apart here in this place. There's a separation taking place. There's a decision you're going to have to make today. Either I'm going to be all in or not. Not only for the houses or the jurisdiction here of God's people, but also for the government of this place. There's a dividing, if you will, coming here. And I'm just going to say that there... To make your election sure, hallelujah. We're going to have to leave those things behind, hallelujah. Because when we stand with the king, we win on all aspects, hallelujah. There's nothing that is for us. We cannot turn back any longer in a look just as um, Lot's wife did. We can't look at the old city, the Sodom and Gomorrah, but we have to keep our eyes affixed on him. Hallelujah. While I was looking at this place, the Lord uh, reminded me of, the, of history. As I seen the things taking place, I seen different um, 
the legal writings, maybe you could say or, or ordinances, judgments, things that overlapped and laid on one another. Even that he's pulling away from this city. And only what remains will be his word in this place. When I also say, I'm, uh, when I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking not only in the natural here, but in the spirit of the government and also the things that you carry as citizens of heaven. This is what the Lord gave me here. He said, the spirit of the Lord is hovering over this city, just as he, God himself, hovered over the earth at the beginning of creation. The strongholds of the enemy will be no more. Places like Holt and Lake Lansing that once powered evil in this city has lost its power source. There is a shaking, and where they have set up territories, or walls for themselves are shaking even now. When they thought they had control over is no more. Do you hear the witch screech? Many transactions have built the city and have taken place over the years, but only my will and purpose, which I have ordained, will stand. Even in old town, I will rebuild just as I have said I rebuild the old waste places. Those from among you shall build the old waste places. You shall raise up the foundation of many nations, and you shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to dwell in. I will even release my revival among those that stand in the midst of a perverse generation that call themselves pride. And he who thinks he holds every high thing, the one called the king over the children of pride, shall be dealt with. My word says in, this, in that day, in this day, the Lord with his severe sword, great and strong, will punish Leviathan, the fleeing serpent, Leviathan, the twisted serpent, and he will slay the reptile, that is in the sea. I have placed you here in Old Town for this time because it was the establishment of old of this city. But as you move on to your new location, you will take what I have built through you as a firm foundation, Jesus. Where I have built a firm foundation that the gates of hell or Hades will not prevail against it. I am your bedrock, says the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. So I believe the Lord is saying to this church that the time you fulfilled everything in this time and established what was supposed to be here in the earth. Hallelujah. And as you move on, hallelujah. I did hear that word bedrock, and I've, I've heard that, that it, it was just, um, it was strong. It was, a, it was a rock falling. 
like that. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 In Luke 22, verses 29 and 30, it says, And I bestow upon you a kingdom, just as my Father bestowed one upon me. And that's why no longer you we cannot look at the past, we can't play or harbor in between two decisions, because the call is for you to come now, hallelujah, to come now. That Kairos time, the window of opportune time is now. He says, and I bestow upon you a kingdom just as my father bestowed one upon me, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. That eat and drinking at my table in my kingdom was not a place of, um, was not a place of, I'm just going to sit in the fancy place and bask in this place. But it was a place that was um, a place of, servitude and you sat among the nobles so it, it was a place that that um, you were meant to be there or provided for you to dwell in that place and so this there's a seriousness of the hour and about a, a week or two weeks ago it's been probably like two weeks ago I heard the Lord say, it's time to go get your oil. And you know, the, I thought about the in Matthew 25, the ten virgins, the story of the virgins. And we know the story that five were foolish and five were wise. And virgins just means purity. They were of the household of God. They were in a pure place, and they had their lamps burning and they care the bible says they carried their lamps with them and we know the story that they lacked to go they didn't go get the oil for you know for themselves and that's what the lord was saying there it's time for my people to get the oil for themselves and we can hear prophetic words and we can hear different people and we can bask upon their fruit. And don't get me wrong, because the Bible says we iron sharpens iron. And prophetic words are to edify and bring clarity to the body of Christ or to the earth in what's taking place. But there's a time that we're going to need to go and be in the presence of the Lord ourselves, the throne room, on our knees praying, reading the Bible, I believe. One of the words here was it saying, read the, read, your, read the scripture, read the word of God. Hallelujah. But there's a time, it's that time. He said it's that time to, for those to go get their oil, to get the oil. And so there's a window of opportunity, hallelujah, for the time to come because the sifting is there. The, the, um, the dividing of what is, who is who 
is in the land now. That plumb line, hallelujah, hallelujah, is coming forth in Jesus' name, hallelujah. And so I, when I heard the Lord say that, I began to, began to look at that with the, ver, with the, um, the virgins and the, the oil. The, I'm going to read just a portion of it. It says, those that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But when the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. At, and at midnight, a cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, least there should not be enough for us and you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And when they went to buy, the bridegroom came to those who were ready, went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. So, I taught, I was speaking with um, a friend of ours, he's, um, he's a rabbi, and he gets excited about that, and he goes into, goes into all the Jewish things, of, you know, this time of the year when all the little holidays are coming and what that means and everything, and so I let him, I wrote, was writing notes and while he was talking, and and. So he said, when, he, when he's done, I said, there's two things that I want to say. I said, you know, I think prophetically. And he goes, oh, yes, I, I know you do. And um, I, so I told him about this, what the, what the, um, the Lord was telling me of to go get your oil. And he said, um, or for my people to go get their oil. And um, he began to weep. He said the timing of this, that 5783, he says, is, um, he said, where, where the Holy Spirit is going to come again. We're talking about that fire. We're talking about that, those things. Actually, everything that we said this today is in sync with uh, everything that's taking place, but you're just establishing it here. You're saying it here in this region, in your place of, and so... I, I just encourage you to keep to keep talking like that, but there <laughs> because they um, and it seems random random because even today with the with the message that the Lord has given me, I'm like okay in my natural mind I categorize stuff like that, and I'm like okay this I'm not sure how you're going to deliver this, but this is just we're just going to go with it because we there's um, <laughs> we're just, that's just what we're going to do because I can't make a um, a distinction of what what the Lord was trying to say, but but He was um, there because of the many things He's answering it at you know at different levels. So anyway, when when the rabbi was talking to me, he um, he said that the of course we know we're in the the decade of pay. Our mouth is still we're going to keep decreeing. We're going to keep doing these things, but he said that there's um, 
that the Holy Spirit, there's a Holy Spirit activation, and there will be a strong evangel evangelistic thrust in the land because God is sweeping to get his people, to get his. And so he, when he was talking about three, too, is that um, the gimel means to deal out, to give, or wean. And I looked at it as a time of maturing. He's saying to them, ones, grow up. That's why we can't be dealing with the world or those things. We have to distinguish ourselves in the place of the kingdom of God. We can't just get in our seat and then decide, oh, we don't want to be here for this time. I'm going to get back out of my seat, my heavenly place, and do this or that. But there's a, a time of maturing for the body of Christ because the word says that, what, that when the word uh, the solid food went forth it, it, that the matured sons, maturing of the sons of God would be for the, um, the discerning of good and evil. And so they were, it says they exercised that. So there was an exercising of that mature, it's an exercising of the sonship that God has given you. Hallelujah. So it has to be active. It, you have to work it, hallelujah, in the place in this place of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. He also said that um, that three gimel was to walk or to run. And he said that, that he would interpret it as to run our race, to to walk, walk circumspectly, hallelujah, in our place. In, in other words, it's a time of fine-tuning. If you need to get in or get rid of some things, some old baggage, today's the day to do it, hallelujah, and go all in. I remember when we were being raised that they would say, they used the term to, um, that, to, um, that you're sold out to the Lord meaning every part of you is going to be for the kingdom of God. There's no nothing left that you can say, I can't go to this land any longer, I can't be in these places anymore, but it's a time where you knew that you're making a clean break and you're moving to that place, hallelujah, that place in God. You're, sell, you're sold out, you're selling your whole self to the, to the um, Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Because he paid a high price, hallelujah, for us to be saved. He paid a high price for our healing, hallelujah. And so I thank the Lord for that, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I just encourage you, to, and I'm just going to read this again. And I bestow upon you a kingdom just as my father bestowed one upon you. This was Jesus talking, hallelujah. And he turned and talked to his disciples, hallelujah. And he brought about that place, hallelujah, that kingdom. When we talk about it's a realm, it's a domain, it's a, it's a place in the spirit that you move actively, hallelujah. I don't know if some of you, maybe we might have to do some um, spirit activation, activation your spirit woman so Denise's spirit woman I'm going to talk like that I'm just going to use an example 
Denise's spirit woman, hallelujah, when I'm rightly aligned with God, that's the one that stays at the forefront. And then it becomes um, our, um, our soul, where our mind, will, and emotions are. And then it be, produces out of the body, hallelujah, what our spirit and soul, as, as we move in that place. But there, Denise's spirit woman moves into the realms of those places that God has ordained. We move wherever, in the second heaven, in the third heaven, hallelujah. We know there's a second heaven, the third heaven, but where is the first heaven? It's here among us, hallelujah. That's why we're able to partake in what the great cloud of witnesses, when those that are um, bought with the blood of Jesus and they pass on or they're in with the Father, they're right here too. That's why sometimes we can sense them. We know that they're here, those are of our brothers and sisters that are, that are among that, that place in that realm of, of heaven. Hallelujah. So there, there, it gives you the ability, hallelujah, to move in that place. And sometimes it, we're, when, we're, um, when it's active, it, it moves with the Holy Spirit. And even in our conscious, unconscious state, in our dream realm, that's why sometimes when a dream is taking place, our spirit woman will, or man, spirit man or spirit woman will rise and say, uh-uh, you can't do that in this, in, in this place, in this unconscious state. You can't do that. You won't allow, I won't allow you to do that because you can't come in this place. So even those places, as we give all ourselves to Jesus, even in those places, our 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 body, our body, soul, and spirit are protected. Hallelujah. And all of them have to be in that place with the Lord. All of us do. When I say sell us, get sold out, it has to be everything. Is because even um, 2 Thessalonians 5, um, 23 talks about that in, in the sense that, um, I'm just going to read it so I don't, don't, so I can read it right here. It says, now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So it's going to be every component of us, hallelujah, that is in that place. So when our spirit is activated, hallelujah, it's not, um, everybody, let me just say this, the church... God is moving the church into that place of the spiritual because the world is craving supernatural things and it's run into everything that is, not, is, that is a counterfeit to who the true spirit of, is, the spirit of God. And the church is moving into a place um, to, that we should be operating more in, from our homeland, if you will, from our citizenship. We should be operating from that place. So those things shouldn't be um, weird or anything. It should be like, oh, yeah, I knew that. Because your spirit is going to be, um, you know, you know how sometimes you get like, oh, I kind of knew that in here. That, you know, it brings that um, forth out of us that God had already put in there. So I just want to encourage you, too, today that if, if you're not in that place, if you're not in the place of the, um, where the spirit, your spirit woman or spirit man is activated, we're, we need to do that today, too. So hallelujah.
So I'm just going to turn this over to um, my husband, Fred. <laughs> he's looking at like, what? <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, I know he's got things also, hallelujah, for you. Well, praise the Lord. All right. I, you know what? I was, man, I was flowing in there. I was like, man, just keep going. I, I was ready. I was I was ready for the activation. We're like, oh, oh, then now here, here we go, getting me up here now. But I just want to thank the Lord today for all that He's done, the words that He's been speaking, the word that has been flowing. Uh, God is moving, Amen. God is God is still on the throne. He's still in control. He's the one that He's the Alpha and the Mega, the beginning and the end. So when we are we are here, it's not here by accident. You're not here saying, well, it's just because we're having a service, I'm here. No, God has called you for this time because he's releasing something to you. He's got something in store for you because you're a part of what, the, what is, what is going to take place here in this realm. Hallelujah. We are kingdom people doing kingdom business here in the earth. Amen? Amen. So it, it's just like, well, oh, oh, this is all I do. This is all I, you know, I used to have that excuse. Well, I only do this. Well, I only do that. God showed me. He says, no, I've called you for a purpose to be a part of my kingdom and to be a part of the execution of what's going to happen. So it's a privilege to be a part of God's kingdom here today. Hallelujah. To be a part of what God is doing. He's given you the invitation. When he said, and uh, when he told, uh, I think it was in Joel, he said that I'm pouring out my spirit upon all flesh. Hallelujah. That included you. That didn't just say, oh, well, I'm not going to have Fred. No, not Fred, because, you know, he's only here for Bible studies. He's only, he can only pray for the sick, and he can only do this. No, he's poured out his spirit upon all flesh because he's got a job for us, and that's a job to advance the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. When the kingdom of darkness is trying to arise up, he says, no, I've already raised the standard for you. I've already put you to another level. He says, that's why I've seated you in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am glad that I'm seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. I'm glad that I've received an inheritance from the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And he said that you are Blessed and not cursed, hallelujah. He says, I found you to be favored that you can, you can fulfill this calling that I placed in your life, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, the word of God says that many are called, but few are chosen. Many are called, but few are chosen. There's a lot of callings in people's lives, but they don't want to be chosen to go out and do what God has called them to do. Oh, that's not my calling. Oh, but this is my calling. This is where God has called me to be. But God is choosing you to go into another place, another dimension, another realm, another depth, another, another season. And are you willing to take that call and say, I'm stepping in to this new season? Hallelujah. Because God is wanting you to transition from one place to the next. But he needs you to be on board in order for you to advance the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because God has things for you to hear. He's got things for you to see. He's going to prepare you to see these things and hear these things. Because he said that in his word. He spoke that to us through his word. He's got things. He, he, here, let's just jump right over here to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 2. 
Because God wants to show you some things. Hallelujah. This is completely different than what my notes are. So I'm flowing with what God has just told me to flow with. So I'm just going to go and just stay on board. You know, in this time and season, before I, before I read uh, from 1 Corinthians chapter, chapter 2, I'm going to start in verse 9. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, um, when I was sitting there I, as Denise was talking, I heard, uh, I just heard in my spirit that, you know, when Elijah, when he went to face Ahab, he told the servant that was sent to go get Elijah, he said, go tell Ahab, Elijah is here. And the servant was hesitant to say, well, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. If I go tell Ahab that you're here, who's to say you're not going to be gone when I come back? Because he's the, he, he, wanted it, he wanted Elijah. He wanted to kill Elijah. Ahab did. So he said, well, you call Ahab and you bring the prophets of Baal. And he says, and we're going to do a demonstration here to see whose God is, is who. Amen. Amen. Am I in scripture? Or am I just kind of, am I just giving you a fairy tale? I'm not giving you a fairy tale. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to impart something to us. As we're in this time and in this season, God needs each and every one of us to be a part of what he is doing and where he is at. And I want you to have this understanding that you may see a lot of different things coming up, a lot of different attacks from the spirit. Maybe the spiritual warfare is heightened. Maybe some spiritual attacks have been taking place. But that's okay because what God has called you to, he says you're, there's going to need to be an, an, an anointing of an Elijah to address the Baals, to address, the, the, to address Jezebel that has been operating far too long. God needs some Elijahs to begin to prophesy, to begin to speak a thing. My wife shared that we are in that decade of pay because God is using the church to speak their voice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We were maybe just two or three years ago. We've seen how some of those, how some of the warfare that had creeped up. And I don't know where you guys were at on those things. I don't really care because this is what God has called me to say. All right. I, I'll get correction from, from Stephanie if I need to be corrected and I'll take it. And, and I'm a big boy. I don't care. I, I can take correction because nothing offends me anymore because there's, I, we got to get rid of offense out of the church. Amen. Because it causes too much division. It causes too much chaos. It causes, oh, you, did you hear what brother so-and-so said? Did you hear what sister such-and-such said? You know what? That stuff has to stop. That's a, that's a spirit of gossip needs to get out so we can get, get, get it back into God's business. Amen? So we see here in, in 1 Kings, I think it is 1 Kings, that Elijah tells Ahab to go Gather all the Baal worshipers. But he does this to put on a demonstration of the power of God. And I say all this today because I don't want us to be walking in meekness. I don't want us to be walking trembling. I don't want us to be walking and saying, well, I don't know if I can because God has given you his spirit. He's poured out all his spirit upon all flesh. But we are in the time and in the season that we need to have the anointing of an Elijah 
to address the to address Jezebel that's in the land. Amen. Well, it got quiet. It got quiet. All right, I must be hitting on some some nerves here. That's okay because you know what? Because when the spirit of God fell on that place, what happened? Fire came down. Hallelujah. It consumed that, it consumed that sacrifice. And it consumed all of those Baal worshipers. Because when the fire of God falls upon a region, there's nothing that can that there's nothing that is unclean that can stay there because God is that consuming fire that He's gonna bring out and push out all of those impurities. Amen. Hallelujah. God has a word for each and every one of us, and here's where I'm trying to get to. I don't know where I'm getting to. This is just the flow of the spirit. So here, here it is. Here, I'm Denise. Here's Denise. Here's my notes. I don't even know why I brought those up here, but Denise can testify. Those were my notes for today. But I feel like God is switching gears here. So here's what God is speaking to us today. I believe that this is what the Spirit of the Lord is wanting me to release. He says here in First Corinthians chapter two, verse nine. He says, "But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard." nor has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. See, God's prepared something for you. God's prepared something for me. God's prepared something for each and every one of us. He says, eye has not seen, nor ear has heard, nor has entered into the hearts of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Verse 10, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit, hallelujah, for the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God, hallelujah. There's going to be some things that God is going to show you that hasn't even taken place yet, but because you're in a place where you can receive from God, you're seated in the heavenly places, he's bringing you the download, he's bringing you the, the details, he's bringing you the blueprint, because he wants you to wreak havoc in the kingdom of darkness. He wants you to bring down those strongholds that have been holding the cities and, and these in his family's back, he's giving you the blueprints to every strategy that is taking place because God is giving you that those downloads right now as you continue to be obedient. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 11, for what man, what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of a man which is in him. What did Denise just mention to us just a little bit ago about our spirit man? Fred's spirit man, Denise's spirit man, your spirit woman, your spirit man. We get in that place where we allow the spirit of God just to take control and have full reigns over our life. God begins to download some things. Hallelujah. Because he's going to reveal some things to you. Hallelujah. Even so, no one knows the things of God. No one knows. No one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. It's important for us to have the Holy Spirit in our lives. It's, a, it's important for us to walk by the Spirit. Hallelujah. It's important for us to just be led by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Verse 12, it says, Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, which might... Oh, i got get to me, get me some glasses out here. Sorry, my words are running over. Um, let me start over. Now, we have, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been 
been freely given to us by God. He didn't ask you to meet a certain level. He didn't ask you to be at a certain place or position. He didn't ask you to be at a certain stature. He said it's been freely given. Hallelujah. So each and every one of us can operate in that spirit realm, in the spirit of God, what God has called us to be. God can use a child. He can use an old man, and he can use those that are in between. He just needs a willing vessel that one is ready to yield to the spirit of God, to submit to the spirit of God, to stay in a place that they can hear from God, not just be walking in and out of seasons, not just being in a place of saying, well, I once used to hear from God. No, you need to be in that place where the river of God is flowing through you, that you're not just standing there saying, oh, there was once upon a time that I had the spirit and I used to flow and I used to do and I used to be because there's no used to be. There's only I'm going to be and I'm going to do because God has called you to do these things. Hallelujah. 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 Verse 13, these things we also speak not in words which man's wisdom teach, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. God is wanting us to get that revelation. He's not going to use just mere man's wisdom. What he's got to show us, he's going to compare spiritual things with spiritual things. Some things that we may not have a comprehension right now. There may be things you're saying, well, I don't know what God is saying about that. Put that on the shelf for a season because God is going to bring you the revelation. Because eye has not seen nor ear has heard what the Spirit of God is going to do. He's going to show you because he's good as you continue to keep plowing, as you continue to keep going, as you continue to keep digging, as you continue to keep reaping and sowing what God has done in your life. He's going to bring that revelation. He's going to bring that fruit. He's going to bring that harvest to you of what he's going to do. And when he does is when you speak it forth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is wanting to release some things from each and every one of us. We're in a season now that we're coming out of some, we're coming out of, you know, all of the lockdowns and all of that stuff and all of the, all of the, the this and that and, and so on. That's when the enemy tried to rise up, tried to shut our mouths, tried to put, tried to put covers over our mouths to say, you can't talk anymore, you can't speak anymore. But God still says, I got a spirit that I'm that I'm I put inside of you. I got a voice that is inside of you. I still need you to declare a thing. I still need you to bring down a thing because God is still the one that he's going to reveal those things onto you. Hallelujah. All right, Lord, where do I go? All right. All right, here we go. Hallelujah. Let's go to Romans chapter Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to start in verse 12. Hallelujah. You know, if you go into, I know, I, I, I know I've spoke here in, in a year ago, been here a couple times. I recognize the faces here, so I know that you are seasoned people. You're not spiritual babes. I know that. You're seasoned. You, you, got, you got the word, you, you're activated in the word, but I just want to come and encourage us because sometimes over the years we can get weary. We can feel like, man, 
I feel like I'm battling this battle alone, and I don't know how, how much more I can take, and should I just throw in the towel and just say, call it done? But God wants to, you, you to know that don't throw in the towel. Keep pressing. Keep going. He's with you. He'll never leave you, nor will he forsake you. He says that you are his beloved son. Hallelujah. When he looks at you, he sees Jesus in, in, in you. He, see, he sees his son, and when you got to speak something, he's going to respond to that according to his will. What's according to his will? His word. He's going to, as he, as he, if you move and you begin to declare, you begin to speak what God's word is. But here we go in, in Romans chapter 8, verse 12. It says, Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if we live according to the flesh, we will die. But if we live to the spirit and put to death the deeds of the, of the body, we will live. Importance of living by the spirit. It goes on to say, for many heirs led by the spirit of God. These are the sons of God. Hallelujah. Be led by the Spirit of God in everything you do, you do. You may be going to places. You may be having opportunities to speak or to share or maybe just to go and pray. Maybe you're going to intercede. But get in a place where you're hearing from God and begin to get that download from God and say, God, I don't know why you're calling me there, but God, I thank you that I have the Spirit of God inside of me and I'm putting Fred aside, but I'm allowing the Spirit of God to control and have full reign and just be led by the Spirit of God. Lord, I'm not stepping, I'm not stepping away, but I'm stepping out because I'm trusting in you. That Father, that you will give me a word to speak. When I open my mouth, you will fill it. Hallelujah. Because that's the goodness of God. Hallelujah. Because you said that those that are, are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Hallelujah. You are sons and daughters of the King. Hallelujah. You are sons and daughters of the King. God has, God has ordained you. Hallelujah. To be a part of his kingdom and to activate and to be released into this land. Hallelujah. Verse 15. It says, For, for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Hallelujah. And if children, then heirs and heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer th with him, that we may also be glorified together. Hallelujah. We are going to be glorified with God because if he suffered, we're going to, it says here, I'll, yeah, I'll read it again. For if children, then heirs and heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, hallelujah, that we may also be glorified together with him. God is looking for that glorious church, and that church is you and I, hallelujah. We are the ecclesia. We are the church. We are that temple of God. God has called us to fulfill and to bring forth the kingdom of God here in the earth, hallelujah, and that's established, that's established through you and I as we get into a place, hallelujah, hallelujah. Before, I'm going to stay in Romans, but I want to just jump real quick over to John 15. Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to share two things from John. One, here, I'll jump over from John 17, verse 14. Real quick, I don't know why, but I'm just going to, uh, just flowing here. Jesus, he, here's G Jesus. Praise for his disciples. 
He's going to the cross. He's going, he's going to die for you and I. But this is what he's doing. He's praying. He's not praying for himself. I know if I was in his position, I'd be praying for him. God, get me out of this place. God, I don't want to be here. God, deliver me from this place. Get me out of this. I don't want to be pinned to the cross. But there's what he says. In verse 14, he says, I have given them your word. And the world has hated them because they are not of the world. We're not of this world, church. You're not of this world. You're of another kingdom. Hallelujah. You have been adopted by the Spirit of God that we cry out, Abba, Father. He's our Father. Hallelujah. We're just only passing through this time and seasons that we're here in the earth. But God has called you. You're not of this world. Hallelujah. Verse. Uh, let me keep reading. Just as I am not of the world. What? If we're in Jesus, he's not of the world. We're not of this world. That's right. If we're in him, we're not of this world. Our lives are hidden in him. Our lives have been hidden in him and sealed with him. He goes on to say, he says, I don't pray that they should be taken out of them, that you should take them out of this world. But I pray that you should keep them from the evil one. Hallelujah. We always ask God, God, get me out of this. God, take me Oh. No, God is saying, I didn't, I didn't pray for you to get out of, be taken out of this. I called you that God is going to protect you. He's going to be with you. He says, I've given my spirit over to you. He says, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. He says, I go before you, and I will be your guard. Hallelujah. God is with you everywhere you go. Hallelujah. You have the anointing of God. Hallelujah. He's given you an anointing. And then here's where I'm going to jump over John 15, verse 5. Excuse me. He says, I am the vine, and you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bear much fruit. Without me, you can do nothing. Church, we need to stay in that place where we're abiding in God. He is the vine, He is the true source. If we're separated from the vine, the branch can't survive. You can't bear any fruit if you're trying to, if you're trying to go and be, be on your own. But it's when you abide in that place where God is the source. He's the true source of everything that you need through your finances, through your relationship, through your, through, uh, through your uh, joy, through your strength, through your healing. If you're looking for any, if you're outside of God's will, you're not going to produce anything. You're going to flounder. You're going to feel frustrated. You're going to feel like, oh, God, why are you forsaking me? He hasn't forsaken you. Maybe you're not in a place where he's, where he's the source for you. Hallelujah. See, we just can't come and have a frequent visit from time to time. It takes a relationship. It takes abiding. It takes that place where God is engrafted inside of you that when they see you, they're seeing Jesus. Hallelujah. We're to manifest Jesus everywhere we go because we're the kingdom of God. We're the sons and the heirs of the kingdom of God. When they look upon Fred, they should see Jesus. They shouldn't see Fred. They should see the reflection of Christ being manifested because that's who we're supposed to manifest. 
We're not supposed to manifest ourselves. It's not about Fred and about what Fred can do and what my talents are or what my abilities are. I can't do any of this. I can't do this. God can do this. And I yield myself to the Spirit of God and allow God to rule and reign. And that way, we, that way I can bear fruit, not for myself, to encourage you, to strengthen you. Because when you're blessed, then I'm blessed. And God is using this time to pour into me that I can pour out. Hallelujah. I heard, a, I heard an apostle, we were all at a, at a gathering, and he said that he was coming and he was preparing and he said that he was praying that he was pouring out himself in order for God to pour in so he could pour out. He was overflowing. He was operating in the overflow of what God was about to do in that place. Hallelujah. In church, that's what we're to do. We're to operate in the overflow. We're, 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 getting, ourselves, we're getting ourselves ready before we get there. Not while we're here. This isn't the time to get ourselves ready for, let's get ready for church. We should be already ready for church. We should already be ready to come and receive and have, have God begin to pour into us. We should be already emptied out that God can fill us back up. Hallelujah. So we can allow the spirit of God to begin to move and that we can begin to bear fruit. Verse 18 of Romans chapter 8. I'm back over in Romans now. Verse 18 of Romans chapter 8. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Amen. For the earnest expectation of creation eagerly waits for the revealings of the sons of God. Hallelujah. Church, I'm going to stop right there just for a moment. That's you and I. That's you and I. And according to my Bible, that's a, that's a small s, not a capital S. So that means of our position in God. He's looking. Creation is waiting for the revealings, for the manifestings of the sons of God to come to take our rightful place, to take our rightful spot, to be seated in that place of authority. If we're seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, Jesus is sitting at the right hand of God. Guess what? We're, we're right there with him. We're seated in heavenly places. We can operate from our spiritual authority and we can operate from our domain, from our dominion here in the earth. We are the conduit that brings heaven here into the earth and earth. We can bring, we're that conduit that brings that kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We can manifest the kingdom presence here as we walk this walk. We're to walk this walk of this glorious church, of this manifesting of his power here in the earth because we are to operate from that overflow of what God has placed inside of us. Hallelujah. 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 Proverbs, or excuse me, Proverbs. Let me, let me finish reading. I think I, I think I was pretty much done uh, with that. Verse 19, I, I think I read that. For the earnest expectation of creation eagerly waits for the revealings of the sons of God. For creation was subject to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Because 
the creation itself will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Hallelujah. You know, I was on a prayer assignment with Sister Stephanie and my wife and our, um, did Angela go with us? Yeah, she did. Our, my, our, my sister-in-law who's in glory today. And I think a few other people went with us. But, you know, we went on a prayer assignment up in El Pino. And our prayer assignment was going by faith that we were going to change and shift some wrongs that had taken place over those areas. You know, one of the things that we came out of that was saying, I think my wife shared, shared it. She said, I, I would hope and pray. She goes, I'm going to pray that the names be changed from these places. I'm going to tell you, the federal government just earlier this year had approved to change 66 um, lakes, roads, titles that had Anishinaabe names to more uh, to move away from the Anishinaabe name to be um, to in have them changed. That's from the power of God moving as we went faithfully. We spoke decrees. We prayed. Stephanie blew her shofar into the water, which I'm like, <laughs> I, 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 you know, me, simple, simpleton here. I'm like, but that's the power of God. That's, that's creation responding to the sons of God. As we are faithful and obedient, we're seeing things shift. We may not know what happens. We may not see the immediate effects. But there's when we act with obedience and obey what God is doing, it's the shifting that's already taking place. It's already the activation because God is responding to the word that has been spoken through the sons of God as, the, as we are obedient to move and to step into that place. He's moving along with us. He's there with us. We wouldn't have been on that prayer assignment if we didn't hear from God. Hallelujah. We need to hear from God and then move. Not say, come on, God, let's go. Let's go take this hill. We got to hear from God to be in step with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I thank the Lord that we had this opportunity to, to go and see. And I, and I seen the fruits of it uh, come to pass as I read and I shared that with my wife. I said, Denise, you're not going to believe what, what I just read. The federal government is changing the names in Michigan of 60, I think it was 66 or something like that, of Native American names. And one of them that we prayed for was Squabe. That name is being changed. Yeah, that, that is being changed as we, as we speak now. That is being changed. The federal government no longer recognizes it as Squabe. And they, are, uh, they have renamed a lot of those. But creation is waiting for you and I to step into our place of our authority and to respond and to move and to shift those things that were once there. So I just, um, I don't even know how to land this plane now. I'm just, activation. So I, I, I think this is a good transition right here to have, um, to have my wife come back up and activate us to with the spirit and I just thank you for an opportunity to share again my notes are down there of what I was going to share with you guys 
This is all what the Spirit of God is, just what, from, from what was being spoken of the words. And, you know, I, I originally, uh, you know, thought I didn't know what I was going to share. But I just submitted myself to God and said, God, you're in control. And uh, this is just being obedient and just moving into what God has for us. Thank you for listening today. Take a moment and ask Holy Spirit what he wants you to do with what you've learned. And remember, with God, all things are possible. So keep dreaming, keep praying, and simply obey. Because God is good, and he has good plans for you. You can subscribe to our blogs, learn about our speakers, and even hear from one of our team members how you can take part in transforming a city, your city with Christ. There's no time like the present. Visit ShekinahOnline.com. If this doesn't excite you, watch for our new and God-inspired product line, a newly released book by Stephanie Butler, more testimonies from our listeners like you, working to bring unity in cities across the world. If you feel led to support our podcast, you may do so on our Shekinah.com website. Or if you would like to support us monthly, there is a link labeled Listener Support on every podcast. Until next time, we thank you, we love you, have a blessed day.